on today's episode of drunk dudes talking wrestling uh we should just go ahead and we have i have to start by saying we've got two drunk dudes and one absolutely fucked up individual on our hands and it's chad we're gonna get into that as soon as as soon as we start the episode but uh today we're talking Retro beer ratings from the Royal Rumble 1999. Decent show, kind of, sort of, maybe. And then um, the weekly recap, hopefully going to be a shorter show this week, but Chad's absolutely shit-faced, so <laughs> there's probably going to be some rambling. There's some definitely going to be some giggling by Chad, as you can probably already hear. And uh, on top of that, Joe's the only one who's watched all the wrestling this week because Chad oh, and I have had crazy long weeks at our place that at that place. place as always you can follow us on twitter at ddt wrestle pod you guys ready to go hiya yep oh let's go Welcome into episode 49 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan, and I'm joined by Joe and Mr. Shitfaced himself, Chad. Hey! (laughs) My God. (laughs) Chad Chad had himself a hell of a time at buffalo wild wings it sounds like tonight i had some wings i had these fruity drinks with some red bull and other various hard liquors in them probably vodka uh, yeah i would assume but i I don't want to i don't want to make assumptions it's 2022 (laughs) (laughs) you can't assume anything anymore you have to ask but i didn't ask i just said that one looks fruity and delicious so i'll have one of those and then i had two of those so you've had two drinks no i had four uh seven plus percent beers before that and i'm drinking another one now but that's not that's beside the point welcome to the episode everybody here we are here we are thanks yeah here we are excited (laughs) this is gonna be a fun one um there hasn't been a whole lot of news really anything that's come across for me this week, mostly because I've been at that place all week. Joe has been at that place the least amount out of the three of us this week. And before we started recording, said he didn't have anything for news. So I believe him. So with that, we're just going to get straight into our retro beer ratings for Royal Rumble 1999. So, yeah, let's start with let's start with signs. There were a lot of signs. Here. I got so many signs. This came to us live from somewhere. Yep. It did come to us live from somewhere. 
I'm trying to remember. Let me let me check the check oh, the old man, database. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I'm gonna it guess. Was at, it was Anaheim, California. Oh, that's right. I was gonna say St. Louis. I couldn't. Bitch remember. City, USA, Anaheim, California. Did yeah. you say bitch city? No. I think he said itch like crabs. <laughs> like. <laughs> All right, Joe, what do you what signs do you have? You want me to just go down a list or you want to take turns? Uh let's take turns. All right. I got so some too. Don't I leave s- me out. The- oh, you <laughs> said you didn't have any notes. I just pulled my notes up. I have seven. <laughs> All right. So the first sign I saw said suck it, lick it. I like that one. What? I didn't <laughs> wait, did I I don't think I saw that. I have that on my list. That's not even on my list. And I have like 13 signs. <laughs> Um, all right, first sign I got somebody stole my sign. I love those signs. Good. Classic. Chad. All right. Uh drunk 365. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was a good one. Me currently. Joe? Yeah. Uh pimps up, hose down. Yep, got that. I have that in my notes and a hose autocorrected to Joe's. I just realized it. Nice. So, Pip up, up, Joe down. <laughs> um I have Willy Wonka sexual chocolate factory. <laughs> All right, I got one that said horny 247, which I'm pretty sure actually meant 24/7, but it was like in the in the style of Austin 316. Oh, I got gotcha. you. That's weird. That was why, they the would, why would they do it that way? Chad, know, that was during the ladies match. All right, I want to take two. I might take two off your list, and I'm sorry if I do. That's but fine. they're two that personally like they hit home with me. Okay. So one said fire Shane. I got that one. As in fire Shane McMahon. And I know how y'all feel about Shane McMahon. It was just 20 years pre too early, you know? Uh-huh. But my my other favorite at this point in time was uh look, mom, we're right trash. Yeah. <laughs> I got that one. Look, mom, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Uh, uh let's see. That, that got- was in that was in the when they started going into the crowd during the Royal Rumble match. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That one, that was a good part because I got, I got another one when they went out there um, that said I'm a hardcore porn champ. Damn it! I was really <laughs> hoping no one else saw that one. That was like a glimpsed one. All right. In that case, uh, we got another one who another person who was outed. I got a oh. Ryan men. Who? Ryan. Ryan likes men. Does he really though, or is that just someone being mean? Well, it was a sign, so I, I mean, I didn't confirm it myself. You didn't talk to Ryan about that. I did not. False information. Chad, do you have any more? Uh, let me read my uh list here. Um, let me minimize the window. Read my word document. Bob, kiss my ass. Was on my list. That's my last one. Okay. It's a- <laughs> Bob kiss my ass. And I was like, who's so mad about Bob? Bob's probably a really nice guy. Yeah, I legit man. thought you had Tourette's for a second. Because you just out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like, Bob kiss my ass. When I get um, drunk, I get Tourette's. Okay. Uh, let's see. I had McMahon two pump chump. Mm, that's one more pump than I usually get. Nice. <laughs> uh, I'm just go ahead. You can no, go down you the go- rest of your list. I'll go down the rest uh, of your list. All right. Um, this isn't a sign, but it was a it was a woman's shirt that said Val's new pet. Uh, let's see. 
there was a sign that said Debra's and then there was a picture of boobs equals ratings. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Hernandez can suck it. No oh, idea so who rude. that is. No idea who that is. Rude. And then I got a sign that said Tiggle Biddies 36 double D. Damn it. I really thought no one was going to see that because I barely saw it. <laughs> Damn it. I really didn't think you'd get that. See everything. Uh, great signs. Great Going sign. down my list, I had a bald-headed jabroni. I got a sign that just said, your ad space here. Oh. There were several, <laughs> Mankind is God and Foley is God, and I wrote those down because we talked yeah. about it last week. Thought we should show that to your sister. Uh, <laughs> I talked about how my sister oh, yeah, talked right, about that's Mankind. Right, that's right, that's it, wasn't, right. it wasn't meant to be rude. Get yeah. your head out of the gutter. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, I got a, a, a sign that said fathead with an arrow pointing down to himself. And then that's uh, that's actually it. Excellent, excellent signs. Royal Rumble 1995. Great job, Anaheim. And for all the people that were in the crowd that night, we appreciate you. Uh, let's get into the matches. The first match. We had the Road Dog versus the Big Boss Man. Excuse me, the Hardcore Champ Road Dog versus Big Boss Man. One half of the tag team champs. Who was one half of the tag team champs? Yeah. And they uh, they did battle in a normal match, no title on the line, and because, almost no drinks on the line. Because why would they do that? Yeah, this was boring as shit. It was a very boring match, and. Road Dog came out and he said that he was the Road Dog Jesse James, and he also said he was with the the badass Billy Gunn, but Billy Gunn was nowhere in sight. So at was, least not yet. Well, yeah, but I think he was a little confused because he said, uh, he said he did his whole little speech about how they were those people, and uh, Billy Gunn was nowhere to be seen. It's a damn shame. Chad, what did you think of this match? Uh, I remember watching it and thinking, man, I gotta stay awake. Uh, the whole time it happened, uh, I barely got a beer for this match. <laughs> hey, yeah, this match got a beer. Um, it wasn't barely. great. It wasn't great. Yeah. Garbage. Um, moving on. Billy Gunn versus Ken Shamrock. So Ken Shamrock, Big Boss Man's partner. So they are the tag team champions. And Ken Shamrock is still the Intercontinental Champion. So he's a double champ at this time. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, the fans during this match, they absolutely fucking hated Ken Shamrock. Yeah. They were like in his face, flipping him off. Like when he was like right next to the barricade and they were just sticking their middle fingers, like directly into his face, like getting very close. I, if that were me and I was semi-famous as Ken Shamrock was, I probably would have hit somebody. Whoa. King has a quote from this match. He says, look at those kids. They think Shamrock is number one as they're flipping. Them oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I actually did not get many or. I got one. I think one quote from this entire pay-per-view. Mostly because I was watching it on very, very soft volume because. It was at times where. My son was. We were trying to get him to go to sleep. I understand. But anyways, 
Uh, let's see. I wrote Tim White goes down and Val, Ven- Val Venus interferes during this match. Yeah, we got a ref bump and Val Venus interference, which poor Tim White. Poor Tim White. Uh, but probably why he tries to kill himself later. <laughs> Jesus, dude. We're still um, a couple years away. Yeah, after the interference and the ref bump, the Ken Shamrock still kicked out, kicked out at two, and then put in the ankle lock like shortly thereafter, and he he beats Billy Gunn, and Billy Gunn's ankle is just absolutely shredded for later in the night. Yeah, does he show up in the Rumble? Yeah. Did you even watch this pay per view? I did. I got six and a quarter at the match, but I just didn't. I Dude, watched it on spoilers. Saturday. <laughs> Spoilers. I'm <laughs> uh, sorry. I I watched it on Saturday though, and it's it's Thursday, and there was like ten less beers between then and now. So yeah, you said you only had four beers. There was the rest of what I did this week. Mm, of course, of course. That places have me drinking a lot. Whoa. Well, Do you need to talk to somebody? Talk to your mom about it. Ouch. What'd she say? Yeah. What did she say? She said, it's okay, cutie. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> so nice of her to call you cutie. Yeah. <laughs> she likes the mustache. Chad's licking his mustache right now. <laughs> for all the people not watching along. <laughs> Which is nobody. <laughs> uh, anyways, Billy Gunn, Ken Shamrock, 1.75 beers. And then we had Gangrel versus X-Pac. With the European title on the line. I thought this was the worst match of the night. Well, well, hold on. There was a nice surprise here. Unless I'm being really, really dumb. Teddy Long refereed this match. Was this our first look at Teddy Long, the ref? I didn't even notice that. You, you must know. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Teddy Long refereed this match. I think that was our first look. And the, the reason I knew that, well, obviously I could tell that it was Teddy Long, but like I wasn't really paying that much attention to it until it was like close to the end of the match. And then they they had a a roll up or something. And the ref, Teddy Long, counted three, like out loud counted one, two, three. His hand hit the mat for the three and called a two. Called a two. <laughs> I was like, what is this ref doing? And then I took a closer look and I was like, that's Teddy Long. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know if it was the worst match. I still think Road Dog and uh, Big Boss Man was the worst of the night. Yeah, they're on par with each other. They both sucked. I thought everything else was pretty good on this card except for those two. Even the match after this one? What was the match? Hold on. Uno Luna versus Sable. Sable. Oh shit! Match? I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> oh, never mind. I retract all previous comments. Oh my god, the next match was terrible. All right, hold on. Wait, let's 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 clean up the last one. Gangrel and X Pac. Uh, that got one beer. The crowd chants, "You fucked up!" After Teddy Long fucked up, and X Pac retains. Um, but yeah, Luna versus Sable was the next match. Um, Chad's oh Chad's homie Shane McMahon came out to introduce Luna. And they tried, had. they tried to uh, say that Sable had a chronic back injury. So Shane Sable. called Sable out to the ring to forfeit the women's championship. And Sable says no. And then all of a sudden, we have a strap match on our hands. They, 
they had like no mention of it being a strap match to my knowledge up to this point and then all of a sudden sable's like fuck no i'm gonna wrestle this match and now it's just now it just turns into it's now it's a strap match can i just point out that luna had next to no clothes on this whole time and i felt inappropriate watching this in my living room with my kids <laughs> luna's Luna's you can, butt you, was just out. You can point that out because you it, just uh, let me do that. Her ass be out. <laughs> that brings me to my next point. I got a hmm. quote from this match. Obviously. And a follow-up question. So I'll say the quote first. Shano Mack has joined the commentary team. Uh, and he, you know, oh, he's he, he's supporting Luna during this. And he says, Look at her. She's a hottie. And I just want to know from Shane O'Mac's biggest fan if you agree with that. No, Chad. no, not even a little bit. So you're saying Luna is not a sup? Absolutely not. Neither of these ladies were sups. No sups here. You're telling me Sable wasn't a sup? Not a sup. Hmm. Hmm. I would say mm. sub to China before I said sub to Sable. <laughs> <laughs> he's going mean... he's gonna listen back to this when this goes live and be like, what the fuck was I saying? You're I mean, blocked out right now. He did I don't say think that... Sable was that attractive. I don't think Sable was attractive at all. I'm going to tell Brock Lesnar you said that. Nice ass. Okay, do it. Back in the day. That's remember? true. He did say China had a nice ass. You edited that, and then we talked about how you edited it to say that on the podcast yeah. i have no recollection of that and yeah there's i don't, no I don't either there. yeah i was drunk when i said that <laughs> this match <got laughs> there was a lot of weapon use mostly the strap yeah it, yeah beer and three quarters um us they uh <clears throat> they ended the match with like luna dragging sable around the ring and it was one of those like you have to touch all four corners to win the match instead of pinfall or submission so Luna like picks Sable up on her back while she's got her quote unquote like she thought she had her like unconscious. So Luna's hitting all the corners, and then as she's walking around, Sable hits the corners. They hit three of them, and then Sable gets off and hits the fourth one. Uh, Dude, it was so much worse than that. The strap was around, uh, was around Sable's neck, and and Luna was carrying the strap like this. Which no one on the pod can see. <laughs> holding the strap together around uh, Sable's neck and carrying her on her back that way. She's basically choking her out the whole time. Yeah, or so or so she thought, right? I mean, that's. How, I mean, obviously Sable was probably supporting her own weight, but if she was unconscious, she would have dragged her around the ring, choke like with a strap, suffocating her the entire time. I'm 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 in the same boat as Chad. I watched this a week ago or almost right. a week ago at this point. So I remember the ending being like, yep, this was very predictable and how this was going to go. And then also a stalker, they a quote unquote stalker interfered and like hit Luna. It ended up being uh I looked it up. It was uh Tory. Tory, not Wilson. Not Wilson, just Tory. T O R I. The Tory that will go on to face Sable for the woman's title at wrestlemania this year whoa spoilers spoiler alert Jesus. dude they still wrestle 
I didn't hear that match get announced for WrestleMania 38. <laughs> you said this year. I you said this year. I meant 1999. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get to the good portion of this pay-per-view. Um, oh, hell yeah. I think we already said, but that got a beer and three quarters. Um, WWF Championship. I quit match. The Rock versus Mankind. Oh, boy. This was the 1999 Pro Wrestling Illustrated match of the year. Yep. Seriously. Yeah. Yes. And then the year before, it was McFoley won that one in 98 versus The Undertaker at Hell in a Cell. So he went two years in a row with Hell with the match of the year. And it was basically just because he got the absolute <clears throat> shit beat out yes. of him. So, he won match of the year for getting absolutely fucking beat to death. So, yeah, this is that, that obviously the famous I Quit match. Uh, this match allegedly, I'm saying that for legal purposes, is the reason that WWE got rid of unprotected chair shots. It was disgusting. This was yeah, it, disgusting, it was painful, painful to watch. watch. Painful it, to watch. There were, there were like 15 unprotected chair shots directly to mankind's head. Some of them they, to like the back of his head too. They yeah. call they they cover this in the movie Be Beyond the Mat, which is a documentary from the year two thousand or two thousand one, one of those years. But there's like a, a, a in depth movie about like backstage stuff regarding like wrestling and pro wrestling and how it like destroys people, including Mick Foley, uh, Rick Jake the Snake Roberts is really big in the movie because at the time he was like really addicted to like cocaine, and so nice. like, they show they show like footage of him snorting cocaine. Fuck yeah. It's, it's wild, but they they covered this match in that movie, and like he was fucked up after this match. And you see like him coming backstage, and his kids are like crying and like making sure he's okay. It, it was rough. It is a really rough scene to watch him come back from this match. Who Noel? I, Noel Foley. I, so. I don't know. It was his little kids at the time. I don't know if that was the same. Not the little one. <laughs> Who is Joe, Joe is saying sup to a child. No, now. I'm saying Jesus. Current, I'm saying current Noel Foley. Sup. Where is she at? I don't dreams. know. In your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Mick Foley produced such an attractive child. <laughs> so true. It can't be his, right? They have to do a DNA test. I'm going to have to Google this. I have no idea who we're talking about. Noel Foley? Did we ever see her? Was uh, she a wrestler? There was like there was like a WWE network show about Mick Foley like not too long ago. Chad, look at the screen right now. I mean, I'm looking at it. I mean, Mick she's okay. Fan. She's better than I would have expected. Yeah, that's Mick Foley's daughter. Allegedly. I'm actually saying that. Holy Foley. <laughs> that was it. Holy Foley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, now I'm remembering this. I remember the, the reason that I'm I kind of eh, when Joe says sup is like I found her very annoying on that show. I don't I, actually know anything about her. I'm gonna follow like, her on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> follow her on the gram. She she's eating a big piece of pizza on the gram. She's <laughs> eating other buffalo chicken tenders on the gram. She eats a lot of food on the gram. She's anyway, wearing she's a Scott Hall Frank, shirt. She got Frank, them thick hips. Frank the Clown. 
you remember Frank the Clown? Yeah. Who's Frank the Clown? Uh, She's a Rams fan. Oh, nice. Yeah, you're not alone. It feels like it sometimes. It felt like it in February. I'll say that. Um, yeah. Well, no one wanted y'all to win. That's true. Some, uh, sometimes I felt like I didn't want us to win, but that's a while. That's a while ago. Um, the getting back to the pay per view, uh, the match ends with I quit being played like over the loudspeakers. So, uh, oh, okay. Joe- I'm, I was glad. I'm glad I'm not the only one who realized that. I didn't know how this actually ended. And I was like, that's clearly fake. Yeah. So, yeah, I did that's like, it's part it. of the storyline. Cause in the aftermath, I didn't know. I'm pretty sure, ended. like, the, I haven't looked at the Wikipedia aftermath, but I'm pretty sure, like, it becomes the storyline goes further where mankind is like, I never said I quit. That wasn't me saying that or something yeah, like so that. I did, some, I did some research on this. It was mankind saying it, but it was, it was Shane McMahon played a recording of him saying, on like Sunday night or whatever heat, Monday night heat, or whatever the fuck it Sunday. is. Sunday. Like, yeah, well, the week before he was he was doing an interview, like a backstage interview, and he was saying, "I'm gonna make The Rock say I quit, I quit, I quit." And Shane O'Mac played uh, played that interview back, so it was very controversial. Interesting. I can't remember at the I think it's at the next pay-per-view that they have another match, but I, I honestly cannot remember. There's only one match that I know that's at the next pay-per-view, but we've got a couple weeks before we get to another retro pay-per-view. Yeah, because we've got something pretty important coming up next weekend. Allegedly, it's Dylan's birthday. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I don't know why I said, yeah, um, but. This got oh wait no yeah uh let's see the rock is the new WWF champ and this got three point seven five beers pretty hefty amount yeah so many it was zero shots it was disgusting yeah it was rough. gross yeah contributing to that they also went through the Spanish announcing table and mankind even though he's wearing full sleeves and a mask he uh, he bled from the face. Yes, he did. I mean, the unprotected chair shot. Yeah, that that helped too. All right. uh, Main event was the Royal Rumble. Stone Cold Steve Austin, number one. Vince McMahon, number two. Golga, Uh, number three. Yeah, Golga, number three. I was really upset when Vince McMahon didn't get music for his entrance. We didn't get the no chance in hell. Well, I mean, the pay-per-view was... Royal Rumble 99, no chance in hell. I don't know if he had that theme music yet or if it was like you after think, this. Think, that's what I was thinking. Like, do you think they this was like the debut of, of this being his theme music? Yes, I do really think that. Oh, huh. We saw a debut. Yeah. Oh, we didn't count that shit. Add it in. Nope, we're not counting that. <laughs> but there was new haircuts. For who? I don't know, but some board probably had a haircut. It's a debut of a haircut. Got to count it. You sound dumb, right? Now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, yeah. Joe already said uh, his boy Golga didn't last long. 
Golga. Golga. And then Austin and McMahon took the fight out in the crowd into the like up to the the concourse or whatever you call it where the people go to the concession stands and stuff. And then they went to the women's rest restroom and the corporation laid a trap for Austin. Just yeah, there was test there. Test was there. Test yeah. was there. Good job, Chad. Yeah, I'm cool. we're seeing tests now. I'm excited for test. Remember his uh, fans used to be called testicles. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's a real thing. <laughs> so some some unimportant notes before we actually get into the match that I had for this. Uh, Golga, when he came out, the crowd was super over on him. They were dancing, like singing along. Kurgan was, was too. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they announced D'Lo Brown with PMS. So last time we discovered <laughs> that PMS was their tag team now. Oh, yeah. What's their tag team name? And this, this pay-per-view, they actually uh, they actually called them by that name. The, the sisters. The thing with the the oddities, the Kurgan and Golga, they were doing that at the last pay per view. I'm pretty sure, right? When they had yeah. that match, yeah. The oddities are like super over. And they're so which bad. I don't get at all. They're so stupid. Kurgan's um, little hat. Yeah. Let's see. I'll go through some notes that I have here. Uh, we got our first look at Gilberg. Yep. <laughs> he was there. Um, didn't last long. Uh, Mabel just took Masha's spot and then had his class, like the classic big man kicks everyone ass's spot. And then the Undertaker just randomly enters and it was a held a sacrifice. Dude, it was the, the Ministry of Darkness or whatever. Yeah. The Ministry of Magic or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think it's the Ministry of Magic. Yeah, Ministry of Magic straight out of Harry Potter. Nice, dude. Um, but it was cool to see the the first uh, entrance from the, the Ministry of Darkness. Yeah, we we got to uh, Undertaker's legacy music. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and the acolytes were there. Yeah, yeah. JBL and Farouk. Yeah. Qu- quotes from this match. Uh, I got. I hope you don't take my one quote. Why don't you say it first? Okay, I have a Vince McMahon quote from this. <laughs> they were talking. They were talking about so back background. Um, the person in this match that eliminated Stone Cold Steve Austin would have gotten one hundred thousand dollars. So Vince said mm. while he was on commentary, he said, "I want to take one hundred thousand dollars out of Shane's trust fund." Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> I didn't write that down, but that was funny. Um, so when, when Godfather entered the, he sent the host to the back with all his stuff and (laughs) the King Lawler in classic Jerry, the King Lawler fashion says, why can't the host ever come over and sit near us? (laughs) And shortly after that, there was a, we want hose chant. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Um, I don't really have a whole lot else. Like. Obviously, Vince McMahon comes back out and joins on commentary. And then obviously, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin eventually comes back. He They had like stretchered him out and put him on an ambulance. And then 
when they showed Mabel getting put into a hearse outside the arena, then all of a sudden here comes the ambulance back around and it's Stone Cold driving it. So he makes his way back in and uh, the final four, Austin McMahon, Big Boss Man and D'Lo Brown. And then Boss Man and D'Lo get eliminated. It comes down to Austin and McMahon. A pretty disgusting chair shot to Vince McMahon on the outside. Yeah. And then he also just just very well-known thing. But like Vince McMahon takes the absolute, like he sells the stunner so bad. He's the worst at that. Um, and then The Rock, he comes out to distract Austin. And Vince McMahon eliminates Austin and wins the fucking Royal Rumble. So I guess yep. obviously we're going to have Rock versus McMahon at WrestleMania 15. So the aftermath sa- says something different. It, it specifically... Uh, so I already, yeah, I know what happens in, in old school WWF. I guess they set up WrestleMania several months out instead of, uh, instead of, you know, a week out like, like they are now. Yeah. Uh, and I guess the next night on raw, Vince McMahon says, Hey, I'm not going to challenge you for the WWF championship and gives the rock a hundred thousand dollars for contributing to getting stone cold, Steve Austin out of the ring. And uh, and then Shawn Michaels, who might be a face commissioner now, or maybe he's just a neutral commissioner. Uh, last pay-per-view, it really seemed like he was the heel commissioner, but I don't know. Definitely. I, I guess uh, I guess he came out and he said, hey, Mr. McMahon, since you are forfeiting your your prize from winning the Royal Rumble, the prize for winning the Royal Rumble will go to the runner up. And the runner-up will face The Rock for his WWF championship at WrestleMania. That was the next night on Raw. I knew none of this. This is all news to me. I knew what happened to Mania, but I didn't know how he got there. Well, I mean, no, that's not how Austin got... Well, I mean, that's sort of how he got his title shot, but the next pay-per-view is when it actually becomes official. Yeah, he's so I, I think... I think McMahon then comes back and he says that you have to do a, basically a qualifying match then to prove it. But yeah, which we'll see that uh, at the next pay-per-view, but this Royal rumble, it got six and a quarter beers and Royal rumble 1999 got 15 and a quarter beers. Wait, hold on. I got one note for this Royal rumble. I haven't mentioned yet. Go off. Who, who came in at 30? Uh, somebody that I think you said has a pretty sweet ass. <laughs> yeah, it was our first woman in a Royal Rumble this year. It was uh, China coming in at 30 who eliminated Mark Henry for getting quickly eliminated by Stone Cold. I just shout out to women, you know, I love them, especially China, especially China and her <laughs> ass. <laughs> Jesus. I may or may not own a lot of WWE collectibles and I do own the China Playboy copy. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest about that. I'll cut that. You won't. <laughs> I'm not going to cut that. I also have the Maria Canellas, the Ashley Massaro, and one Christ. other one. <laughs> I have like four or five of the WWE Playboys. Uh, this episode is going to be titled Chad is Horny. <laughs> <laughs> Chad <Yeah>. is drunk and horny. <laughs> Those are synonymous. Ha <laughs>
Uh, all right. So let's get into the weekly wrestling recap. We're going to go in order, as we always do, SmackDown all the way to AEW Dynamite. Chad, what did you think of SmackDown this week? Ooh, let me read my notes. I have some notes. Okay, my notes, the things I really liked from Hey, I have a weird thing y'all might not agree with about SmackDown. Y'all both watch it? Yeah. I thought the women's tag match was really good, and I'm kind of excited for the match at Mania. I agree with the I agree with the first thing you said. I'm still not very excited for that match. Wait. You're not excited for a match that has Shayna Baszler, Sasha Banks, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, all in the same match? It's really just because it's going to be like a jumbled mess. It's probably only going to get it like eight minutes. Like, I know they're not going to give it the time it should have. There's like, only five matches on night two now. They it's going to get a good spot. They're going to they're gonna add probably... Is there a Raw and a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match? Yes. Okay. There's no already on the There's nights. no United States or Intercontinental Championship matches yet. Sure. Okay. So we go to six matches. That's true. There's really not like. Do we need it's two? It's not nights? that big of a match for do we two, need nights? two nights. There's only currently listed eleven matches total. Damn. We don't need two nights unless this fucking KO show is going to be like 30 fucking minutes. Oh, that's some news I forgot to mention. Did you see the news that that's going to be after the main event on Saturday? I did hear that that's going to be the quote unquote main event of night one. Yeah, I saw an article that said that was going to be after Charlotte versus Ronda. I mean, so speaking of Charlotte versus Ronda, my excitement has raised one point after this week's SmackDown. So from completely uninterested to meh. Yep. <laughs> yep. Which is, which I, they impressed me this week. I thought I'd, I honestly, like I, it, it raised my excitement the slightest amount, which is good because I didn't think that that could possibly happen for this match. So good on them. Wow. It'll be mediocre. Good. I don't think it'll be mediocre. I just don't. I'm not behind the storyline, but I think that they're both skilled in the ring. I'm um, almost more excited for the Fatal Four Way Women's Tag Match. Like I said, like I'm definitely more so excited many, for that. There's so many good talents in that match. I have a lot of faith in that. All right, Chad. Out of the out of the Fatal Four Way Women's Tag Team Match, if they had, if they were the centerfold for playboy magazine how many of those would you have <laughs> two three <laughs> four dude you'd have all of them no you would have natalia shana Baszler. i would not have natalia and shana Baszler. but if rhea ripley or Liv morgan had one you better bet your butt <laughs> carmella my golly. We gotta... <laughs> you sound like Jerry Lawler. Right yeah, now. I should have I should have not the have puppies. I should not have I should not have brought that out. Um I dropped the remote. Let's see. Uh the Reigns Lesnar storyline. 
still going on. Yeah. Uh, Lesnar broke a car door this week. That was kind of impressive. I mean, he drove a forklift through the car. It was awesome. He yeah, he drove a forklift them. through the car. Almost murdered the, the bloodline. We almost didn't have a WrestleMania main event on night two. But it's whatever. Um, I'll tell you one thing. My excitement for one WrestleMania match continues to get higher and higher every week. Which one is that? I mean, it has to do with SmackDown, so there's not that many. McAfee? Not McAfee in theory. Boogs and Shinsuke? Nope. The I think the only other SmackDown match. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Yes. Really? It's going to be good. I'm telling my you, it's going to be so good. My excitement level for that match is rising as every week passes. I can't believe it, but like, my God, I can't wait for this match. Drew is going to kick out of the end of days. I'm telling you right now. It's a thousand percent going to happen. It's going to steal the show on night one. Chad, what are you going to do if Drew McIntyre does not kick out of the end of days? Uh, I mean, if if Baron Corbin wins this match, which there's zero percent chance, I would lose it. But there's that's that. Remember how we always pick the easiest matches first on predictions? Yeah. Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin might as well be the first match we predict. I don't I don't go based off of ease of prediction. I go based off of level of excitement. That's true. That's true. Well, this is near the end then. We do have to predict three nights worth of WrestleMania. So. Excitement and importance, I guess. Yeah, that's true. We have to predict stand and deliver plus mania night one and two next week. Yeah. Oof. Did you see AJ and Edge got moved? To night one? Yes. Good. Night one sucked. <laughs> night one looks like shit. Except for Drew versus fucking Baron. Um, I will say, like, one of you, I think it was Chad, said, like, brought up McAfee uh, being one of the matches. Like, I, I will say SmackDown did raise my excitement level for that as well. Um, McAfee yeah. cutting a pretty good promo on theory. He cut a great promo. McAfee's this is the great. apology promo? Yeah. 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 That was pretty good. Yeah. McAfee's so good on the mic. So good. He's 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 just a pro's pro. Uh, I hope he kicks his ass. I mean, let's... Let's be honest. Um, I have said, zero. I have zero notes for Rampage. By the way, uh, um, the Keith Lee match was pretty good. Do I have anything? Oh, dude, I have one thing from Rampage. Yo, so they had the three-on-three tag match. They had the House of Black versus Fuego del Sol in the Bear Country. House yeah. of Black hit like some moves on Fuego del Sol that I thought they were gonna fucking kill Fuego del Sol. Did you see Buddy Matthews's finisher on Fuego del Sol in that match? Yes. I thought he was fucking dead. I didn't watch it. Oh my god, what the fuck? Buddy Matthews picked us with a win here, but it it was I thought Fuego Sol was legitimately dead. House of Black still favorite thing in AEW. Yeah. Yep. No opinions. Nothing. I didn't, no, I mean, I didn't I, watch I mean, it. I mean, I've always been a big uh, insert name here 
Black fan. Alistair Black, Malachi Black fan. Tyler Black. Mm. Tyler Black. Nice. <laughs> Ring of Honor <laughs> reference. <laughs> That's Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, speaking of Ring of Honor, the Supercard of Honor, that whole stuff. Starting to look oh, good. Starting, def- starting there's only to only five come matches together. right now. Starting it looks to come good together. as shit. Well, Chad and I talked about it. I think I think we texted about it like last weekend. About yeah, like the card is coming together, but backstage rumors apparently is that like Tony Khan's like fucking a bunch of shit up with it. Yeah, there's no like direction that. backstage, apparently, is what everything I'm saying is like they had direction and then they sold the company, and then everyone that was like working on the direction of the show basically like either got fired or quit or is not Carrie Silken anymore who used to own Reign of Honor. So now there's like no direction and there's no one to like tell them what to do. So like there's been a complete stall and like building this show and there's no one to tell them like how they want this show to go or anything like that. So, so did, did Roxy relinquish her title? She lost it to uh, Deanna Peraza. Oh, the impact. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Superstar. She's yeah. the Reina de Reyes champion and the Ring of Honor champion. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah, yes. we talked about that. Come on, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep up with the times, dude. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, um, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to Supercard of Honor. I hope, Chad, that you dude, renew your Honor Club membership so that I can watch it. It's the same night as Multiverse of Matches that Impact is putting on. And they're doing the Good Brothers versus the Briscoes on Multiverse of Matches. They're also- <laughs> Wait, what? They're uh, doing the I thought I thought they were doing the Briscoes versus FTR at yeah, Supercard. Yeah, they're the same day. Is they're multiverse, wrestling is the same day. No, it's in the early afternoon, and then Supercard of Honor is at night. Whoa! The Briscoes what? are wrestling the Good Brothers and FTR the same day in Texas. Texas. Whoa. Texas, Texas yeah. toast. What a great wrestling week! Multiverse of matches has a great card too. Go look that shit up. It's like Chris Saban versus Jay White. Yeah, I saw that shit. That the Bullet Club's been exciting. facing its motors and machine guns on Impact. It's been awesome. Nice. Well, yeah. Next next weekend is going to be fucking insane, and it's always it's WrestleMania weekend. It's the it's the best weekend in wrestling because. Every other North American company basically flocks to wherever WrestleMania is, and they also put on a hell of a show. So yep. I am very much looking forward to that. Chad, uh, you should come down to Charleston. Yeah, you should, dude. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Why not? We're gonna watch it together. I'm not driving that far. Why not, dude? It's not even that far. I think I'm going to see WrestleMania in the theater. I think I'll- WrestleMania at a movie theater. All right. Only on Sunday, not Saturday too. No, I'm not. I'm going to spend time with my kids. But, but Sunday night, I might go watch it in a movie. I've never seen a movie theater like wrestling pay-per-view. I don't know how it's going to be, but they have it at AMC near my house. So who? My, uh, my internet connection, just I just froze. So And you just came through like a Transformer, like a Decepticon. So... Um, Optimus Prime. We'll see how that we'll see how that turns out. It might be my internet connection. I'm streaming and recording no, said, in a room with it said my internet connection was unstable. It's because I'm in <laughs> it's because I'm in my guest bedroom, like the furthest away from my router as I can possibly be. 
Uh, all right. Dude, I'm loving this new Moxley shirt, by the way. All right. Let's <laughs> let's move on to Monday Night Raw. Uh, we obviously like Monday Night Raw oh, this dude. this week once again revolved around Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Uh, Kevin Owens started the show. Lots of people got us good, fucker. Did, did, did <laughs> so? Did you guys watch live? Yes. Uh, no, I watched like 20 minutes later, but practically live. Yeah. Did okay. So did you know what was going on? Though? No. Okay. So did you get got twice? You got yeah, got, got twice. Got. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> I I legitimately thought Kevin Owens shaved his head too until we got a better view. <laughs> no. <laughs> For, for the people that missed uh missed the first ten minutes of Monday Night Raw, Stone Cold music like it opens with Stone Cold Steve Austin's music hitting, and then a bald guy walks down, and then you realize that that bald guy is Kevin Owens, but the camera's not like zoomed in on him. So I, I texted Chad and uh, Chad and Dylan saying why Kevin why because I thought <laughs> that Kevin Owens shaved his head, uh, and then as uh as it gets closer, you can definitely see that it's a bald cap. Uh, and then he, you know, he shoots one of his I hate Stone Cold Steve Austin and Texas promos. And uh, it, it was good. It was a good promo. The the whole the whole beer portion of it also was awesome. Like where, where they couldn't catch the beer. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't twice. <laughs> I don't know if it was planned. And if, it, if that wasn't planned for him to not catch the beers and then have the guy who threw him come in the ring. That was like some of the best like impromptu shit I've ever seen in, in wrestling. Like if he was supposed to catch the beers and then just do the stone cold thing and then pour the beers like out on the ring or something like that, that would have been fine. But this was the way that it ended up happening was way better. Like the guy tossed the beers in the ring, Kevin Owens misses him. And then he makes the guy get back in the ring. He gives him a stunner. Does the stone cold, uh, clap the beers together and then just pours the beers on the dude. It was awesome and hilarious. It was definitely not milk. So he's not drinking that shit. It most certainly was not milk. Um, And then really like the only other major thing out of raw that I remember is just it revolving around Seth Rollins and his journey to WrestleMania. He finally acknowledged, he finally acknowledged Cody, sort of. Yeah. Because the crowd chants, they were in Chicago, I want to say. So obviously, like, yeah, very big wrestling town, Chicago is. So they knew, they know who Cody is. Big time Cody chants at Raw this week. And Seth Rollins pretty much acknowledged it when he got out to the ring one time when he was like, you know, rumors are rumors. That's just what they are. But that's definitely happening. <clears throat> it has to be, right? Yeah. We need so more matches. I'll, it's definitely happening. I'll, I'll tell it, you I'll tell you one thing. I stayed up for almost the entirety of Raw. I I got to the AJ Styles versus versus Seth Rollins match, and in the last 15 minutes of the of the show, I passed out on my couch and I woke up at eleven thirty. I was so worried that <laughs> that i i had missed something so I, I like went on twitter and i was like oh thank god i would have been so pissed off at myself if if cody rhodes had showed up and i had like accidentally fallen asleep 
I felt the same way it's about good. just like not watching Raw at all live. And I was like, watch this. Like WWE's gotten me the past two weeks before this with like watching Raw live thinking or actually no three weeks because or three or four weeks because now it's it's been like three or four weeks since Chad and I went to Raw. But like since then, like we've been waiting for Cody to arrive and or Stone Cold Steve Austin. And we have gotten neither of them on Raw. And we've been watching Raw live every week, waiting for one of them to show up. <laughs> and they just keep teasing us into this shit. And nothing's happening. And this week, I was just like, I can't fucking do this anymore. I cannot stay up until 11 o'clock when I have to wake up at 4-ish. Four, between the hour of 4 and 5 the next morning to go to that place. I can't keep fucking doing this to myself. Yeah. So this I was, week I I drew the fucking line and I was like, if this is the week that Cody shows up, I'm gonna be so fucking mad at myself. Yeah. I I I didn't. I had the same line of thought was like I should just go to sleep, but I, I was like, if Cody shows up, I would be mad at myself, and I I stayed up until I accidentally fell asleep, and I I I just had a feeling that I fucked up, but turns out I was good. This is the last chance that like Monday is the last chance they have to debut Cody Rhodes before Mania, and I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't either. No, I think he's, he's definitely just, coming at Mania. Yeah, I think he's gonna show Saturday. up at yeah. I'm I'm with Chad now, like who I think he was the one who said it a few weeks ago. Like Cody's just gonna show up at Mania. So it's gonna be that stone or not so cold, that John Cena Undertaker thing, except Seth Rollins. It's the only difference is that Seth Rollins isn't calling out Cody Rhodes. It's it's John, like a few years ago, John Cena wanted his WrestleMania moment or whatever, and he called out The Undertaker. The Undertaker never really answered. And then on the night of WrestleMania 34, they had this two minute match. Well, this in this scenario, like it's going to be Seth Rollins is going to be, he's going to buy a ticket or allegedly buy a ticket. He's going to be front row for WrestleMania and he's going to be sitting there until he gets his match. I'm gonna be super depressed if it's only two minutes long. If it ends up being two minutes long, that's yeah. Best, best two minutes of your life. <laughs> no. Um that's but... gonna be the best two minutes of his life was probably one of those uh times when he got that when he bought the, one of those Playboys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, this better be fucking uh, this better be like put in a good time slot with a bunch of fucking time for cody and fucking seth to put on a fucking banger it's gonna be like third or fourth on night two it, i bet it's night two as well like yeah have if, you heard if, the rumor about the new match they're trying to add to the pay-per-view but they don't know if the injury status is going to work out is oh, it uh, a lashley thing the lashley, lashley thing apollo? is it apollo almost versus lashley might get uh, added god so yeah i, I, I heard so I heard Omos was like slated to have a big one-on-one WrestleMania match, but I didn't look into it any further, so I had no idea who who he was slated to face. So it's I guess Lashley, Lashley, if he can make it back in time, if he can oh make my. it back in time, it's gonna be Lashley. That that'll be two minutes. <laughs> that'll be two minutes. I <laughs> that is why I brought this up because if there's gonna be a match that I'm okay with being two minutes long, it's this one. Oh fuck! I don't I want that at all. I read an article this week, and like I, I've I've disliked Omos for a long time, uh, but 
I read an article this week that compared him to the great Kali, where he has very little mic mic skills and very little in ring skills, but he's big, so they're pushing him. And I feel that. I, I feel the 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 comparison of the great Kali. Yeah, I could see that. I um, like I wanted to like him because they aligned him with AJ Styles, and AJ Styles is like top ten of all time. Or at least the modern era. No, I'd say probably all time. Yeah. Um, but once they broke up, there was nothing to like about him anymore. Not even, not even a little bit. Just everything to hate about him. And then they're they're burying good people like Apollo Cruz for for him. Dislike. Yeah. Uh, only other thing I had from Raw is Veer is finally debuting on April 4th. Yeah. On uh WrestleMania Raw, the Raw after WrestleMania. Yep. So they did make the tag team match a triple threat match. I think that is worth saying. Triple, triple threat. Triple threat. Yeah, RK RK Bro versus Alpha Academy versus the Street Profits. That is going to be awesome. Have That's we ta- on night 2. Unfortunately, we're adding good matches to night 2. <laughs> I mean, they moved Styles and Edge to night one, so that that true, evens a true, lot true. out. Have we talked about the fact that Randy Orton is walking into WrestleMania with the tag team titles, which makes him a Grand Slam WrestleMania champion? Yes, that is true. I did see that this week. He's oh, walking so like WrestleMania with all the Grand Slam, like all the requirements to be a Grand Slam champion. So plus he's, multiple he's, more he's, because he had the World Heavyweight. And he had the WWE at separate pay-per-views. So yeah. he's walked in with two world champions and then the U.S., the Intercontinental, and a tag team championship now. Jesus. He's the only one to walk in with all five of those belts into WrestleMania to defend them. That's insane. Now, are they counting WrestleMania 30 as him defending the World Heavyweight and WWE Championships? At the no, same they're separate. Time? Okay. Separate. Because I was thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about when the world heavyweight. So that one was 22. I don't fucking when know, Ray man. won it. I think. No, Ray won it off Kurt Angle. Oh fuck! Randy Orton was the third person in that match. I don't remember. I I remember the WWE. I mean, the WWE Championship. He's done a, a couple times. I think. Yeah. Once was at. I think the first one was at the first time he did it was at 25. I don't remember when he walked in as world heavyweight champion, though. Maybe it was WWE and WWE world heavyweight separately on the list, but I saw he had this was his fifth different championship he'd taken into WrestleMania, and all the other four, four of the five created him to be a Grand Slam champion walking into Mania. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. There's a reason JR has always said Randy Orton's the best wrestler of our generation. I mean, he is. He has to be, right? Best WWE wrestler. Uh, I would put AJ above Randy. I would say homegrown WWE wrestler then. That's a fact. I don't think anyone has done what he has done in WWE since 2000. I mean, Cena has more championships, but I just but, don't I don't want to. Yeah, he's done only he's done it only with the main Yeah titles yeah. and he's done a couple tag team runs and obviously the u.s title runs before he was wwe champion but 
Well, and in, 20, single, and in 2015, but he's never won the IC title. So every single one of his tag team runs was garbage. Yeah. yeah. Every one of them sucked. Remember the time he yeah, was tag like, team champions with David Otunga? I don't remember that. I That's wasn't watching wrestling at the time, but I a remember that it was a thing. A lot of his WWE championship runs were garbage. Yeah, that's true. Also true. I did see a thing this week. It was like the people are complaining about Rock for, I mean, Roman versus Brock being for like the sixth time at a, at a major pay-per-view. This is like the sixth something time they've faced. Yeah. But Randy Orton versus John Cena has happened like 16 times. <laughs> yeah. So like, don't even complain, okay? In the 2008-ish time frame, these guys face it every pay-per-view. Can't wait that's to get a- to that. And that's good long-term storytelling, and they're playing different <laughs> roles this one. Like, since 33, yes, they've faced each other a lot for the same title. Since 31. 31 was the first time. Uh, 31, yeah, 31 for a different title, but you're right. Yeah, this is the first time it's Reigns, heel, uh, Brock face. Yes. Which makes it way better. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, I'm actually, all right. like, way more excited than I've ever, like... Than I've been for uh, Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match in a very long time. Probably, yeah, in fact, agreed. All right, let's get into NXT. Um, this is where we get into the portion of the show where I haven't watched either of these last two shows because of the hell week that I've had. Luckily, the two of you have watched NXT, and Joe has watched Dynamite. I'm watching it right now. Okay. All right. What do we want to NXT. talk about on NXT? I got a couple notes here. I know what happened. So All right, so we've got some build to stand deliver. So we have some matches that have added. Let's talk about the differences here. So first off, the ladder match now has four of the five competitors. We added Solo Sokoa and Grayson that. Waller. I love both of those. Those are awesome. And I think a kid's going to win next week. Yeah, so they're taking all the losers out of the qualifier match and they're having a triple threat match next week uh, to determine the final entrant. So it's A-Kid, Roderick Strong, and Cameron Grimes. And Cameron Grimes, Grimes. yeah. So that'll be awesome. That's going to be a fucking banger match. And then the the five people in that ladder match look fucking awesome. Santos, Grayson Waller, Solo Sokoa, and fucking Carmelo Hayes is going to be awesome. Yeah, and then so predictions for who's gonna win next week, Chad. You're saying a kid. I'm saying a kid. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of I I want Cameron Grimes to be in the line. Yeah, I think Cameron Grimes. I think Cameron Grimes gets some other match before. Sam I don't Oliver. think they're gonna add any more matches. They already they have already six. Ha- they already have f- six matches, and NXT pay per views are normally like five to six matches. So I thought they had. Oh, no, no, never mind. Yeah, they have six matches, right? I don't know. Cameron Grimes cut a weird promo, and then they had A-Kid get attacked by Carmelo Hayes. Maybe Grace, maybe Cameron Grimes wins this week, and then the first contender after the pay-per-view is A-Kid. So you think you think Hayes retains? If, okay, I'm going to say if Cameron Grimes wins this week, he retains. If A-Kid gets in the match, I don't know if he wins. If If Carmelo Hayes loses the title... I think we're going to see Carmelo Hayes on a different show. I agree with that. Yeah, I could see that too. If Hayes loses, he's showing up on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown easily. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else? Uh, So Gunther 
uh, versus Duke Hudson happened, and it was fucking rough, man. They were they were hitting each other so hard. Instant welts were happening. It was the hardest hitting match I've seen in a really long time. And then I forgot watching a Walter match. Like Walter has slimmed down so much that he doesn't look like himself anymore. He looks like like a normal person. He's still he's still huge, but I I. If I looked away from the TV and looked back, I wouldn't know I was watching a Walter match until I saw a fucking chest chop that destroyed the entire world. I mean, it could Dude, also those be chest chops were gross. <laughs> it could also be because he's standing next to Duke Hudson, who's not like huge by any sense of the means, but is he is tall. They were about the same build in this match, honestly. There were times yeah. where I couldn't figure out who was who. Yeah, Walter was. You might have just been. You might have just been blacked out, though. I wasn't watching it today. Yeah, Walter, Walter looks really slim. Yeah, if 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 he's not moving up, like if the Creed, I mean, like if the Creeds don't win in that triple threat tag team match, and they don't move Imperium and Gunta slash Walter to Raw or SmackDown, like I don't know, I don't know, like they, they this has to be Walter. Gunta moving up to the main roster. Well, I mean, the reason I brought this up is because he now has a match against LA Knight at Stand and Deliver, and I am a hundred percent certain this is going to be the best match on the card. Oh yeah, it's hundred percent awesome. certain. LA Knight versus Gunther is going to fucking kill it, and I wouldn't be shocked if this is his like going away match, and then they move. I I hope. They move a bunch of these people up. If we're sitting here and we can't even come up with six in- single stars to come up with a ladder match on SmackDown, they need more people on the show. So let's take some of these guys off NXT and move them up and move them up now. Let's do this. And NXT will be fine. Yeah. NXT, NXT has people like, ready to go. They are always we, fine. Like the people, the people that we talk about being like, no, because I, I don't want to actually say that because the people that we like on NXT right now are the, are the people we're saying we want moved up, but there are other people that that can definitely support the brand. Yeah. Tony D'Angelo, Dexter Loomis, Chase Solo you. Sokoa, Chase You. I mean, I can just keep going on with people I don't think are ready to move up that are going to be great on this show without needing Breaker, Waller, Tampa, Gunther, LA Knight, MSK. Imperium, yeah. Imperium. Period. Yeah, like Carmelo Hayes. Yep. But I don't remember if you said that. <laughs> but I mean, leave Santos Escobar down there and have him win the title. Santos. Him, yeah, that's a great choice. Dolph. What do you Ziggler. do with Santos Escobar? You know, Dolph Ziggler is a NXT. Just he's. A... I forgot to talk about this on Raw, but I fucking hate that Ziggler is just a fucking squash match guy on Raw as the NXT champion. I do like how he he wore the NXT championship, though. I do like that. But the fact that he lost that match to the Mysterios bothered the fuck out of me. Well, the Mysterios have a WrestleMania match and WrestleMania is more WrestleMania greater than sign stand and deliver, according to Vince McMahon. All right. Uh, stand, speaking of stand and deliver, we got um, the Creed Brothers versus MSK versus Imperium official and talked about. Cree brothers beat the shit out of GYV, and then whoever attacked them posted a weird backstage video. Who do you think it is? It has to be MSK, right? 
I didn't nope. watch NXT, but because they showed up like right after that in different clothes. I don't know. It's all a swerve, dude. Has I be. I mean, if it is MSK, I called that shit weeks ago. Just swerve so we're not on NXT anymore, dude. Oh my god, that's true. My that hey, that's my bad, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, that is your. I have no idea who attacked him. Um, the only. The only like, the only other oh, thing I can oh. think to talk about is like the women's title picture. No. Well, don't skip. Don't skip the you, breaker versus rude. Match. Oh, yeah. Sorry. 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 Yeah. You are so wrong. Like that was awesome. Do I think it was actually the match of the week? No, but on level of excitement and skill in the ring. Bobby Roode was my number one match of the week. Like watching that match just got me so excited about Bobby Roode all over again. Well, and he had the glorious entrance, right? Dude, that glorious entrance got me hyped. Yeah. <gasps> like it it was it was a great Bobby Roode match and he and he killed it with Braun Breaker. It was great. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I need to go back and watch that. It was so fucking good, dude. It was easily the best match on NXT. It was better than anything on SmackDown or Raw. It, I think it was match of the week. From what I've seen so far. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I agree with you, actually. Like, I'm only halfway through AEW right now, but fuck, man. There, there's the, nothing on AEW that I think tops it. I, I think like the ever. CM Punk opener was really good, but... It, it was. But it's still not as good as that Breaker versus Bobby Roode match. Yeah, I saw stuff of, like, the Adam Cole-Jay Lethal match was very good, but also was very good. If once that comes on, I'm not gonna watch it while we're on the podcast. I'm gonna actually enjoy the shit out of Adam Cole versus Jade Lethal. <laughs> I'm not gonna taint that one. All right. Um, what about the women's the women's title picture? So, so I, told, I told you this today, Dylan. Yeah, I, I have I, I have a bone to pick with this. So I also have a bone to pick with it, but I, I told Dylan earlier today I convinced myself Cody Rhodes was gonna debut on NXT for the finals <laughs> of the Cups. <Dungeons. laughs> I knew I knew I was wrong, but I convinced myself that that Cody Rhodes showing up for his dad's cup was was. That's why you said that. I I was wondering why the fuck you said what you said, and I was like, that literally doesn't make any sense. How did you convince yourself of that? But I just kind of let you go with it, and I was like, sure, man, that's that seems legit. Now that you're saying it, I feel like I totally also, if I had watched this live could have convinced myself that he was going to show up there yeah I, I knew it was not likely because i at, at the same time i'm 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 fully on board with cody Rhodes showing up at wrestlemania i.e hardy's at 33 uh but at the time when i was watching it maybe a little bit wine drunk i was like "Ooh, cody Rhodes can show up right now and <laughs> present the winners of the dusty cups and that would mean a lot because it, like obviously Dusty Rhodes is a huge figure in in wrestling history. Yeah. So um, to the women's title picture, my my bone to pick with this is. So they, they had to the, explain what happened before you go into this. They, yeah, they had the women's Dusty Cup final. Um, Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray, they end up beating Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu in the finals. So uh, what you would think would set them up for a women's tag team championship match actually puts them into the NXT women's championship title match at stand and deliver. 
which sure, deservedly so. They just went through a grueling tournament. They won it. But also in this match is Cora Jade, who lost in the tournament. Like, it to me, it just doesn't make any sense as to like why does Cora J- like why does Cora Jade deserve to be in the match if she lost in the fucking second round? But, well, that was set before they decided to cash in their opportunity. That was already set because Cora Jade never got pinned in the triple threat match, right? It was Raquel that got pinned. I don't remember. Point being, Cora got kicked out of the tournament because of toxic attraction, attacks the champion, gets her title shot, and then this match happens. They're separate. You can't think of them as the same thing. Also, I also it's a tag didn't team watch tournament. NXT. It's a tag team tournament, and they're getting singles title shots. That's my bone to pick. Why the fuck is a tag team tournament champion getting a singles title shot in a fatal four-way? I guess to keep the the tag team champions off of uh, off of stand and deliver. I don't know why you would do that. They're still going to be there for Mandy. They w- they will hundred percent be there. Yeah. Sup. Sup. Oh, you said it. He was saying Sup. Mandy. Ro- he was specifically talking Mandy Rose. I was Mandy. Oh, Mandy. GG. Sup. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't have anything else for NXT, mostly because obviously I didn't watch it. But it was a good show this week. I I really enjoy the show of NXT this week. I I think it was my favorite show this week. Hundred percent. That's not even close. From what I've seen from Dynamite while I'm watching this, it's I would hundred percent say NXT. Yeah. Was I show. I looked at what happened on Dynamite uh, this morning and when I woke up just to see what happened. Uh, did not look like it was a great dynamite. Here's a complaint I have from Dynamite is that because we go so long without pay-per-views, we always hit a lull about this time. Yeah. Four to five weeks after a pay-per-view, we just hit this lull where the, the storylines aren't that great and we're closing up shit we've already seen, or we're like slow building into new things. And it just feels like it's monotonous because there's well, not much I mean, going yeah, on. Yeah, because we have two months until the next pay per view still. I know, and I and as and much this as isn't I like even the like, fact they do that. This isn't this even is just the negative. This isn't even their longest break in between pay per views. Their longest break is uh, uh, double or nothing to all out. I know that's like my least favorite time of the Dynamite or AEW year. It's just a yeah. it's it's one negative from a super positive because they only do four pay-per-views. The pay-per-views are amazing every time. That's a positive. But because of that, we also get these long spells between them, which cause some episodes to be really just boring. And yeah, mad. it's yeah. But it's not to say that the wrestling on them isn't is bad because no, it, because I mean I've seen two matches in the good. first hour I really liked. Yeah. So the wrestling is but like Almost always very the good. Storytelling kind like, of yeah. kind of dies down in. It's the storytelling. Like, while, while we love wrestling for wrestling, like when it all comes down to it, if we really liked the fighting, we'd watch UFC. Yeah, we want that soap opera, and I'm just. It feels like right now in Dynamite, I'm just getting a few thrown together matches with like two or three subpar storylines. That's that's all I'm gonna say. I will. Dynamite's still better than Raw and SmackDown most weeks, so I, I don't want to say too much negative, but. That, that's a negative, I guess. Well, let's get into Dynamite. Um, 
some major storylines going on on Dynamite right now is we still have the Adam Page versus Adam Cole. We still have MJF versus Wardlow and CM Punk. And we still have the development of the uh, John Moxley and Brian Danielson team, I guess. Yeah. If, 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 well, I'll start with that. Like, if that doesn't end up with them getting a tag team title shot at double or nothing, then I don't know what this was all for. I called that weeks ago. It has to happen. Yeah. Called it weeks ago. Has to happen. You did. I did. Yeah. I, I, and if it's versus Luchas, not Luchasaurus specifically, but Jurassic Express, if it's against Jurassic Express, and even if they take the titles off of Jurassic Express, I think they will. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm behind it. Yeah, I'm down for that. Here's 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 a slight negative. I here I'm just thinking of these as I go. I don't like the fact that AEW, who has this gigantic tag team division of real tag teams, keeps going back to giving tag teams titles to random two people that aren't a tag team now a tag team. It's okay in WWE because like. They don't have enough tag teams to make it work. Well, they've only done AEW it once. has too many fucking tag teams. They've only done it once, and they were part That's of the 20% same... 20% of the time. They, they've only done it once, and it was part of the same faction. With Kenny, and they're about to do Kenny it again. And Hangman. If they give... And if I they do it they were, again... They were camps. If they do it with Danielson and Moxley, that's two out of the six people... or Two out of the six teams that have won the title. Sure. It means every third fucking tag team that wins the belts is not really a tag team. Yeah, but but they have thirty tag teams, and none of them are going to get titles like this. Yeah, Santana and Ortiz have never won the fucking titles, and I think that I I think that that's bad. But when it all comes down to the tag team, like yes, there are a lot of tag teams in AEW, but I think that the tag teams that have won the the titles are the tag teams that have that deserve to win the titles, and I'm I. With the exception of Santana and Ortiz, I can't With think of With the exception, team. yep. They're the, only, they're the only tag team that hasn't won the belts that like I feel like should have been a tag team champion already by now. Well, like, it's the, because the they're the only like major established team before... They're like the only major established team before AEW. I mean, a lot of the other ones were indie tag teams they brought up and are, are building steam, you know, like the Acclaimed or Private Party or the varsity blondes they're all building steam but like none of those guys are going to win the titles you know i I, I think the hfo did did uh worse did made private party worse than they were when they first showed up here yeah yeah i i I, I, I wish private party would just go back to party when they did that first initial uh tag team not tag team tournament but like a yeah it was was a tournament it was a tournament I liked Private Party a lot. I liked their their in ring set. I liked their personalities. Like, and then they they aligned themselves with Matt Hardy, and I was, I I am not over on Private Party at all anymore. Yeah, they're. I, I don't yeah, think I'm I, I hate the HFO. A AFO either. Uh, all right. What else on Dynamite? Um, the MJF promo. Very good. Yeah, I missed it. I was talking to you all. I missed the whole thing. Basically, he was just he was calling uh he was calling Wardlow out and he also said that he wants to he's basically in a forever feud with with M- with uh CM Punk. 
that was pretty much it. And then he also reaffirmed that the pinnacle is still a thing. Um, so we're going to get MJF and Wardlow at double or nothing, which hopefully. Oh, that that's what it was. I, I couldn't remember. It was uh, he was saying that Wardlow is still under contract with him and he's going to keep Wardlow off TV, basically. Yeah, he's going to like pay him a bunch of money to just keep him and sit, keep him sitting at home every week instead of coming out to Dynamite. Yeah. Which will eventually blow up and lead to that MJF versus Wardlow match. But yeah, I think that he'll probably he probably will up. actually like be off TV. Him being Wardlow, he'll probably actually be off TV for like a month or something, and then and like MJF will win some matches and talk some shit, and eventually like just go overboard with the shit he talks about about Wardlow, and then Wardlow will come back the next week and just wreck shit in the build up to Double or Nothing. I can see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, I think like I actually saw an article that said Wardlow has been removed from the AEW roster on the website. That's weird. Uh, well, it's it's in res- yeah. it's got to be in storyline. It's a gimmick. Yeah. yeah, it's it's MJF said he's keeping him off of AEW because he's still under contract with him in MGF, MJF, and uh, then they took him off the the roster. Hmm. So it's 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 obviously part of the storyline. I think that it's a just another good way to sell it. Um, I also really like, and it kind of confirms what you guys were saying a couple of weeks ago. I think specifically Dylan was saying it was that this CM Punk and MJF thing could just be a forever thing. Yeah, that was that was me, and I'm down for that. More yeah. than down for that. I don't mind this being a forever feud. Fight forever. This is one of the one times where fight forever. I'm down for it. Other than that, yeah. though, like uh, there was the CM Punk Dax Harwood match, which seemed like it was good, and then the Adam Cole Jay Lethal match. It was really good. Uh, so good matches on Dynamite, but yeah, like we said, like a very one of their lower tier episodes. Which is not to say that it was bad. It's just like you expect. Well, like for me, I expect a lot out of Dynamite every week, just because like it's so good so often. And this week, it just seems like it wasn't. But, yo, I think Chad will be excited to see in the main event. There's uh the there's Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia versus some uh Johnny Johnny Hungy and somebody else from Oh Alex Harper. Reynolds, yeah, yeah Alex Reynolds, yeah. I'm, I don't I don't want to talk about how much I dislike the Jericho Appreciation Society Inner Circle two point. Here's another name for you. Have you heard that they are starting to name the the Danielson Moxley group? Oh fuck yeah, that was in the. Have you heard the name? Uh, men, men, menly, men, menly. No, men, men. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That would be good. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it. I I'm got just gonna it. say it. Why would? It. Why can't I just say it? Because say it. before he sees it, say it. Blackpool Combat Club. Damn it. Blackpool Combat Club. Sit at the same time, even a little bit before you. <laughs> so for you were delayed. It's the internet. Yeah, he said it before you. <laughs> the thing I'll, my, I'll my edit point it. is I'll edit that's it to where I said awful. That's a pretty bad name. It's not great. That's it, so bad. Jericho Appreciation Society and Blackpool Combat Club are our new factions in AEW. That's Ter- that's almost as bad as Butch. <laughs> no, it's not as it's not that bad. 
I didn't say it was as bad. I said it was almost as bad. Those are terrible. Those are awful. Those are fucking awful fucking faction names. So, so tangent, right? I was thinking about this earlier Ooh. while I was watching the pay-per-view. So we, we hate when WWE renames wrestlers. Mm-hmm. In the 1990s, would we be really upset about Dude Love, Mankind, and Cactus Jack? No, but I bet we would have been really upset about The Godfather. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> we might we might have been upset about Farouk. Farouk becoming Ron Simmons. The, the other way around. It? Kama Mustafa becoming fucking Godfather. God, I don't know. the God, But The Godfather's like so awesome. Yeah, we know that now. Yeah, so like maybe Heinz Butch will be great. Back. You don't know. Oh man, so I, that, that's that's what I was thinking about during the pay per view. Is like we've seen name changes and we don't mind the name changes from 20, 30 years ago. Are, are yeah. we just being stupid? No, because there's stuff we've seen over the last fifteen years where some of them are just really bad. There's a some zero percent chance we're being stupid. We're really some of them are, some of them are okay, on- but like remember Shorty G? Tangent on the tangent that relates to Shorty G. I read today that they don't want to have two Gables on uh, on Raw and Gable oh, Steve's no. coming soon. Oh, Stop no. It. <laughs> Do oh, not no. rename Chad Gable again. <laughs> Somebody referred to him as Shorty G like a week or two ago. It was Kevin Owens, wasn't it? I can't remember. God. I don't fucking know. Please don't change Chad Gable's name again. Right when I start finally liking Chad Gable... Shoosh. Shoosh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, he's killing it. That guy's awesome. Is there anything else that happened on uh, AEW that I haven't watched yet, uh, Joe? That was really good. Uh, I I think we've pretty much covered it all. Uh, there was Adam Cole walking away with Adam Page's title. Which, oh, you never do that. You don't win the title yeah, like that. And our brain is is not good for not good for winning the title in the future. I think we've all kind of come to the conclusion that Adam Cole's not winning this belt. I don't think he's the next one with the belt at all. Um who do you think is the next one with the belt? I'm still sticking with MJF. I just there's so much going on with MJF right now. I'm like, I would be shocked. You know, so, like I don't even know when they're gonna fit in a match with him. I don't even know who's going to face Hangman at fucking double or nothing. I have no other alternative. I don't know. I will what, say. Oh, what if Kenny can make it back? And be the. I don't want to see it. Uh, I, I don't think AEW does. a. It's not that I don't want to see it because I think it'd be awesome. But I don't think AEW does a third match at a pay-per-view with those two guys. I think a rematch for the title has to happen at some point, right? No, the first two were just so good. I would be they, they were. I'd be so uh, down for that. One last thought. What are your thoughts on the first challenger for uh, what's her fucking name? Thunder Rosa. Yeah, the first challenger for Thunder Rosa being Nyla Rose. Is that a thing? That that's what they made it seem like at the end of Dynamite is at, oh. like after the the i guess celebration of her winning the title 
Vicky Guerrero comes out with her annoying fucking excuse me and w- w- says that Nyla Rose would be a better champ. Okay, so I have three things to say on this and I'll make them all short. One, I'm not a big Nyla Rose fan and she's been she's always a number one contender for everyone. Like it's like everyone that's ever won that belt has at some point faced Nyla Rose. Yeah. And I don't need that every time. Like, I think she'd be better to spend some time mid-carding it for a while. But we don't have a women's mid-card, which is point number two. I'm tired of watching Chris Statlander, Layla Hirsch, and Red Velvet facing off instead of literally anyone else in this entire women's division. We do Please. have a women's card now. There's, there's Jade Cargill holding up the mid-card title. We're, yep, she's had one match since Revolution. You're right. And then third point, in that same vein, there are women I really like in the women's division AEW that I never see. And I want to point out my favorite one. Where the fuck is Ruby Soho at? That's true. Where, Where the, the fuck? fuck? Ruby Soho has got to be the one that takes it off Jade eventually, right? <sighs> like if it's not Ruby, we riot. <laughs> I was get intentional, But as soon as I said it, I, I realized what I did. I just that's funny. I feel like the choice making in this women's division is trash. The fact that we've watched Layla Hirsch, Chris Statlander and Red Velvet like five or six times against each other. But we can't get Ruby Soho on a single fucking televised match is fucking trash, man. Yeah, agreed. We've watched one take Conti match in the last like three months. Fuck that. Well, I'd watch Tay Conti any day. I mean, I think she's going to be going up against Paige Van Zant soon, right? Ooh. Oh, that's a double sup. Yep. Yeah. That's a double sup. Speaking of, this is the last thing that I thought about while I was watching the show, and I need to get your guys' opinion on it. Scorpio Sky's the TNT champion. Mm-hmm. And this week on Dynamite, Scorpio Sky said he's co-champions with Dan Lambert, and Dan Lambert's wearing the other belt. Yep. Trash. It's just a gimmick. I mean, that's it's, not going to make it into a history yes. book. Yeah, it's it's not even on the on the Wikipedia page, so it's not official. I yeah, didn't know but, he said that. So they said that the week before. Uh, I still don't. I don't remember that. He's co-TNT champions with Dan Lambert right now. Um. It's, AEW's not even recognizing that. That's just yeah. them talking. They rec- they 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 said it on on Dynamite. Sure, no, he said it. He said it. They said it. Who is Scorpio they? Sky and Dan Lambert. That's them, not AEW. AEW is not recognizing. If the it. announcers say yeah. it, then it's official. But and then Dan Lambert kissed the title, and uh, Sammy Sammy Guevara was in the ring, and he said, "If you knew what what Tay and I did in that that title, you wouldn't be kissing it." And uh. Oh, they posted the they they yeah. posted a very uh lewd photo. Uh promiscuous or whatever photo. It was just them. It was just them and the title, and there were no clothes. I'll just say that. I like that Nelly Furtado reference you just did. Who posted that? I, I just want to know so I just never see it. For a friend. I think it was Ty Conti on Twitter. Yeah, that's how I saw it anyway. I follow her on the gram. It instantly shows me on the gram pictures of sup women. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's close this out. 
Uh, so next week, we're probably going to be having the show debut Saturday at midnight, which means probably going to be not talking about SmackDown when it happens because we need time to edit. But the show needs to be out because next week we're making our predictions for WrestleMania 38 plus NXT stand and deliver. All the predictions are going to go into one uh, contest. The winner of that is going to have the belt. Despite the fact that I still have the belt in my possession, Alex is the champion. He just hasn't come and gotten it from me. But um, yeah, next next week's episode coming out on Saturday with weekly recap, WrestleMania 38, and NXT Stand and Deliver predictions. Joe cracking a beer right before we end. I love it. And yeah, next week is going to be, it's going to be fun. Hopefully some hot takes on some WrestleMania or NXT stand and deliver predictions between the three of us. Maybe Chad will be blacked out again. Chad. I would doubt it, but who knows? (laughs) All right. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. We have been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan, Joe, and Chad. And we will catch you on down the road. I was thinking about